are here. We are here. Unfortunately, I'm not back in D.C., but we are here. <laughs> and Greg had a little bit of audio issues. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Q? How you doing, man? Ah, oh, man. Um, it's been an interesting couple of days. <laughs> I, I see that, man. Congra- congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations to <laughs> Lou. Congratulations to Lou. You were right. Six games, bro. Well, you say yes, six games, but wrong team. <laughs> wrong team. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Excuse me. It's good to start the show off with some good news. So, uh, yeah. So, our favorite Discord hired me. As an outreach Discord. Wow. Discord reached out to you. <clears throat> when, were, when was this news? This is big news. This actually <clears throat> this actually came about yesterday. This is and big news, bro. Congratulations. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I gotta now they're like paying you, I'm assuming. They better be paying. Yes. Yes. It's, I, I am a, I am a paid Let's employee. Go. Let's of, go. Yeah, I am a paid employee of our favorite Discord. And I actually got to talk face to face. Look at this. Look <laughs> I actually at got this. to talk face to face. Yeah, I, and I, I got to talk face to face with the goat. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, did you say you talk face to face with the goat? You know who the, the goat, goat is, right? Uh, I, I'm talking about uh, this particular Discord. I'm not going to put the name out there. Okay. Because okay. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I was going to say Tom Brady, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish. I mean, the way that he clowned um, a certain former president uh, when, the, when mm-hmm. the Bucks visited the White House and, and President Biden. Uh, Last week, that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, a certain infantile former president is probably probably shitted in his depends um, when he found that out. Exactly. <laughs> hold on, let's hit this button really quick. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. We gotta hit this button. Go ahead. Just stopping by to say hello. Hey, hope you all are enjoying your Monday nights. Yeah. What is going on? Yo, what's up, Rocky? Right. What is going on? Hello, hello. Thank you. Yes, we are enjoying this Monday night. I do not have a beverage in front of me. And, well, I should say an adult beverage. I have a bottle of Deer Park. Oh, you're like me, Q. Um, let, let, let me start by saying um, I, I won't talk much tonight, un- unfortunately, for y'all. So you won't get your, your goods. But um, I went to urgent care today. Um, because I have figured out, and so has the urgent care doctor, that anxiety is definitely a fucking thing. And it's not something that is always self-diagnosed. Sometimes that shit is real. I always thought that I had it, just never really diagnosed. Did the test, came back. Yes, sir, you definitely have anxiety. So much yeah. so, I've never, I've never had a doctor tell me to possibly contemplate weed or CBD. So now I have to go and 
facilitate that. So hopefully if we have some CBD sponsors who want to reach out, be my guest. Um, Cause Q, the heart. Uh, we just lost them. Well, yep. I guess yeah. stereo didn't like I had a phone call, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they did not, they did not like CBD, but yeah, that that's basically what I wanted to say. Well, I hope everything's all right with you, man. I mean, you know, I I can uh, I could definitely speak from experience, not me, but um, it doesn't matter how young or how old you are. Anxiety is a real thing because, um, you know, uh, I got my daughter on medicine because she had anxiety in school. But, you know, we give her the medicine every night and, you know, still and, you know, so. She's doing a lot better. It's not CBD or nothing like that, but you know, yeah, yeah. And that that was an issue that I was personally thinking about because whenever you get diagnosed from something or when a doctor tells you that it could possibly be, um, usually what follows that is a whole bunch of medications that you're like, I'm absolutely fucking not taking those. Um, and the last thing I want to do is be on medication forever about some shit that honestly, like, I, I can control. Um, right, right. So. He's like, you know, CBD is something, obviously, you can take medication if you want to, and you can obviously wean yourself off of that. Um, weed, I'm not really a big, I won't say I'm not a fan of it. I just, it's something I don't really do. I'm not really big into THC or, like, smoking. I tried that before. Who knows for a fact that I tried the vape pens and stuff like that. But, yeah, no. Um, so, if I have to do CBD oils or drops or something like that, I'm fine with that. Or even the little CBD gummies everybody talks about. I'm I'm quite fond of those, so... If anybody has any suggestions, feel free to leave us a message of some, you know, CBD products. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> that definitely but, is definitely yeah. a good idea. So um, we're going to go ahead after. Well, we're going to go ahead yeah. and get the show Hold on, started. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, before we do, before we do, we have a message from Baylor. So let's play that oh, first. Boy. My bad, Greggy. Uh, I was recording with Anna on Forget That Yo. Shout out to Forget That Yo Radio. Uh, we just, we about to drop another episode featuring me. But uh, are y'all talking about the Lakers offseason? Y'all talking about the big uh, free agency splash we about to have? I know y'all got to be talking about that. You know what I mean? Because that's the only thing they've been talking about besides the USA bum-ass team that just lost to France. Because, hey, answer this. Can you be BLM and still play on the USA team? Hmm. Hmm, think about it. Think about it. Uh, yes, the, the, we, we have a loaded, we have a loaded docket for tonight. And I, when I say loaded, this might be a two, this might, this is going to be, we're going to try to condense it down, but this is going to be a pretty long episode because a lot of stuff has happened over this past week. A lot. And, uh, and it's to start of the greatest time of the year, NFL training camp. And there's a lot to talk about with the NFL this week. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get this show on the road in five, four, three, two. Hello, everybody. and Welcome back to the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. I am your boy Q, and I am joined by the other two voices you were here tonight. What's good? What's good, y'all? It's uh, this is Lou, the other co-host of the uh, of the show. 
What's going on, everybody? This is Greg. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, as we teased in the uh, pre-roll, we have a lot to talk about tonight. And uh, we started out in the pre-roll with some with some news on my end. Uh, some some really great, great, great news, which I'm excited. Um, I'm not going to get into full details, but. Um, our favorite Discord um, has made me a, a paid employee now. So uh, I'm really excited about that. I think I shared a couple of weeks ago about how uh, I became a Hall of Fame member. I was, you know, I won a Hall of Fame pass with our favorite Discord, and now I am unpaid, now I am a paid employee. So this is it, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. It's wonderful. It was great news. Um, so with that, let's get this show on the road. Oh goodness, where do you want to start? There's so much, so much has happened. Do we just do we want to kick it off with ABC and the Wolves finally winning the championship? I think we can sure. go there. Yeah, I think sure. We can go there. All right. So, uh, so Greg and I were wrong. Actually, Lou, we were all wrong <laughs> about who, who we thought was going to win. Uh, the NBA Finals, but those for those of you who have been living under a rock the, the past week, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the guy with the longest last name in the history of last names, uh, they <laughs> they beat the Phoenix Suns last Tuesday, Game Six, and Giannis went absolutely bananas that game. He threw up a fifty spot and. Most deservingly, he won the he won the the finals and he won finals MVP. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. I guess I, I can't even talk shit about them anymore. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Mm. So, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you too. Did the best team win? No, the best. I don't think so either. I think I think Phoenix was the more talent, the more talented team. Uh, but I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hate I hate not being able to talk shit about Giannis anymore. Yeah. God damn it! I, I just um, I ain't gonna say too much. All I'm gonna say is Giannis is slowly becoming the most annoying NBA champion. <laughs> like slow. I'm just like, bro, like. It was it was cute to go and get like fifty nuggets and shit like that, but he's reposted and posting every fucking thing on social media. He'll he'll do an interview with anybody that will talk to him, and I get it. You just won your first NBA championship and stuff like that. Congratulations, bro. We we get that. We we with you. But at some point, it becomes a thing. It's like, all right, dude, you won. Go chill. Like, go and enjoy your offseason as the NBA champion. Because if you're going to continue to talk about it, like, nonstop, eventually people will be like, we'll do it again. And we know it's not possible. So, right now, just enjoy it, bro. Like, yeah, have yeah. fun with it. Go ahead. I, no, I was I, – I, I agree with you 100%. The Milwaukee Bucks have never <laughs> – this is the only championship that, that Giannis is going to win. So – and you, you you better enjoy it while you can because you're not Milwaukee's not repeating. 
they're not repeating. They're, now, I will say in game six, um, Coach uh, Mike Budahosa flatly outcoached Monty Williams. Actually, he did it in, in game in game three. Right? Yeah, he did it in game three. I mean, that's not that's never happened with me. Coach Bud is not a good coach. Nah, he he is now a championship coach, but that's just how happens of circumstance. And Giannis going for fifty in game six in a closeout game, but they're not. It's not happening again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yeah, Giannis, I get it. You're excited. Your story is, <clears throat> excuse me, your story is, you know, one of perseverance. But, dude, I'm tired of getting notifications about you get you on, on Instagram Live and whatever. Like, all right, go and celebrate. But now, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Me personally, all right, yes, Giannis has, yeah, he's annoying right now. Um, but I got to give it to the man. I mean, his his biggest downfall that everybody said was his free throw shooting. And I believe in game six, he shot, what, 17 of 19 from the line? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, he like, like he said, like Greg said, he put up a 50-burger and – you know, he, he showed up, he showed up and he showed out. So I got to give the man his props. Um, as far as winning another one, I have no idea. I I no clue. Um, but I, yeah, I just got to give the man his props because he, he sure balled out big time. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely did. He absolutely did. But does that mean he's destined for multiple championships now? Nope. Wow. Absolutely not. Um, for me, I'll, I'll say this just to you know, kind of conclude on Giannis. Congratulations, first and foremost. Um, I'm happy at the fact that he won. Um, I, I thought he kind of missed the mark on one statement he made. Um, I know he was in the heat of like just winning the championship, and he was pretty much saying that he didn't have to go to you know another team or have superstar players around him in order to win. Um, that's going to backfire because. Other athletes are like, yo, well, if you can get it done yourself, well, fuck you. You, you Keep doing it then. Stay in Milwaukee. And he's going to end up like Paul Pierce, where it's like, yo, like you have to have some pieces around you in order to get that trophy. And mind you, Paul Pierce got it with people, but the years before that, it was like, what? Like, what do you do? But Giannis is going to be in reverse, where it's like, okay, yeah, you got your ring. Good, you know, good job for you. Now do it again. And people are going to say, do it again. Um, there were a lot of people that speculated that he should have won his third straight MVP trophy for the regular season. I don't even argue with him. I believe so. I feel like he should have been in contention. He should have been in the top three. But you know what? It was the Milwaukee Bucks at the end of the day. They were barely scraping by in order to get into the playoffs in the position that they were in. And by the mm-hmm. struck of luck, you know, the, the strike of luck, you ended up having injury after injury after injury. Now, does it have anything to do with Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks? No, because they won. All I'm going to say is next season, when people are ranking who's going to make the playoffs and who's going to have the best chance of winning the NBA Finals, it's not going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. They're going to be ranked like seventh or eighth. And the reason I mean, for the, that is the odds, the odds are out okay. right now. Mm-hmm. The odds are out right now, and I think Milwaukee is third. 
behind That's disgusting behind That's Brooklyn and behind yeah. Brooklyn and LA. Now, Q, like, let, let me let me finish my statement though. That sounds Sorry, good. Go a week and a half removed from winning the fucking NBA championship. That's like saying, you know, the day after the Super Bowl, guess who has the eighty percent chance at winning the Super Bowl again? Tom Brady. Like, yeah, they just fucking won. Yeah, it sounds good. The off season hasn't happened. And people who are injured aren't healthy right now. Also, we have not had the draft. So to say, hey, by the way, uh, seven, eight days later, guess who has, you know, third ranking in the NBA rankings? Even then, the NBA champions who usually the next year are either one or two, they're number three, which means that they don't believe in them to actually get there because it's two teams ahead of them. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. And then, you know, and that's a perfect segue to that's a perfect segue to all the off season chatter that has been happening so far. Um, we, we have the draft on Thursday. Um, we, and then a couple of days after that, free agency will open, even though there's really <laughs> no real like true superstars that are available. Kawhi's not going to play next year because he tore his ACL. Like I said, when, yep. Yep, you definitely did. I said definitely it. Definitely like, did. They did. Like the Clippers are waiting into the off season. The Clippers are waiting, waiting into the off season to announce that that Kawhi tore his ACL, which we all knew when he wasn't back by Game Two of the Western Conference Finals. It was a. It was. Yeah, he went, when he wasn't back by Game Two of the Western Conference Finals, it was a wrap. Like mm-hmm. just, just go ahead and say it. Yeah, right. What, what, what were the Clippers like? Did they think they were just trolling everybody or what? Yep. No, they, that's exactly what they, they thought. Were, they were trolling everybody <laughs> because remember, Tyler, this is the 20th anniversary. This is the 20th anniversary of when Allen Iverson stepped over him in the, in the finals. So he's, he's tro- he was trolling the league. He was trolling the league. Like, like, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, why not just come out and tell everybody? I mean, pretty much all I can guarantee you probably 90, 95% of people watching knew that he tore his ACL. So why not just come out and say it? I, well, yeah, I, I, I'm not Ty Luke, so I, I can't answer that question for you. True, 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 true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so, yeah, man. All right, so biggest news right now, which I think is all clickbait. Just you know, so last week the rumors were that Damian Lillard was going to request a trade. Dame came out and said, huh, that's bullshit. Uh, so then it moved to Bradley Bill. So then it moved to Bradley Bill. Now, <clears throat> the report out right now, the report out right now is that Bradley Bill is upset. Bradley Bill is, ups- is upset because of the process that the Wizards undertook to hire uh, Wes Unsell. Um, NBC NBC Sports is reporting that um, Bill has been quote Bill yes Bill has been steadfast in his commitment to Washington, but that was at least partially based on how the Wizards centered him and centered him in their planning. Then Washington hired Wes Unsell as head coach, but that. 
continuing on, Fred Katz of the of the Athletic um, added that that control didn't reach the Wizards' region recent head coaching search the way Bill wanted, according to sources. One of the reasons he was frustrated when his top choice for the job, 76ers assistant Sam Cassell, an assistant with Washington, during Bill's first couple of NBA seasons, couldn't land a second interview. You know why Sam Cassell probably couldn't land a second interview? Because he was not their preferred candidate. Or, I'm just, I, or, or <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me continue. Or, or, or when Wes Unsell did his first interview with Tommy Shepard, he blew it out, he blew it completely out of the water where they didn't need to consider anyone else. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, Darvin Ham got a second interview because he probably he probably knocked the first one out of the park. But um, Wes Until was their guy. And Bradley Bill, if he's upset about that, he can go play in Beltway traffic for all I fucking care. You don't hot if if Wes Until was the best was the best was their top choice, you hire Wes Unsell. Because who knows if Bradley Bill is going to be on this team by the time opening night happens. Who knows? Who knows? You don't... <laughs> he was the best... Tommy Shepard and, and Ted Leonsis felt that he was their top candidate. He was their number one choice. So you know what? Before some some other team goes and gets him, like he almost got hired in Orlando. You go get the you go get him. Like when when um, Jamal Jamal mostly got hired in in Orlando. That's I bet the Wizards were clap were shouting through the rooftops because now mm-hmm. I can, we can go get our guy. Yeah. And Sam Cassell okay. wasn't their guy. Mm-hmm. Because if he was, he would have been introduced as the head coach of the Wizards. He wasn't. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it, it, so Brad, I love you, boy. I love you, Vanda. But if you're upset about that, go play. Go play on 495. Go play on. In fact, don't even play on 495. Go play on. Go play on 66. Wow. Wow, 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 Q. Ooh, boy, that was spicy. That was spicy, my friend. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. So, yeah, so that's the trade, the big trade news that's out right now. Now, the other bit of trade news and free agency additions is Baylor's aforementioned Lakers. So, the reports are that DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, Lowry wants to play for L.A. Good luck getting them. Uh, and there's also a rumor that the Lakers could be in talks with the Wizards to trade for Russell Westbrook. Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Brody, your, your one season in D.C., awesome. But I, I don't want to pay $45 million or whatever is the remaining two years of, of, of Brody's contract is. I don't want to pay that for someone who can't shoot, who can't shoot, who turns the ball over, who demands the ball all the day, who is ball dominant, who is ball dominant. I don't want that. And you're 30, 
and you're on the wrong side of 30. You're 32 years old. And we've already seen that his athleticism, athleticism is starting to diminish. And that you want whoa, me to be whoa, on the whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Yeah, I, I think wait, wait, wait a wait a minute, Q. Hold on. I have to stop you. Um, because just three episodes ago, you were giving nothing but praise to him and say how I, much we needed to keep him. And I, how you're right. You're right. But but if if this smoke that's coming from that's coming from uh, these bill rumors is at, it's an actual fire. Mm-hmm. Blow it up! Blow wow! It up! Just blow it up! Hold on, we actually, need to listen. Actually, that's what we actually that's what the Wizards need to do. They need to blow it. This team is not is not a championship contender. Their like their ceiling is the first round with Bill Dude, that's, and, that's a, and and Westbrook. But that's why everybody wants to fuck out of there. Who wants to play for a losing ass team? Like that's why they're like, let's go to LA. They're winning. They will win. So it's like, wait, it's, Washington it's not even, or LA? It's not even. It's not even. It's, and, and it's not. And it's not just that. You got to think. Think about. Think about Orlando. Orlando compete. Like their ceiling is the seventh and eight. Was the seventh and eight seed with Eric Gordon, with Eric Gordon and Vooch and um, Evan Fournier. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what Orlando decided. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna push the little red button and blow this motherfucker up, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. Yeah, it, I know it's not going to happen because Ted Leonsis hates tanking, but it's time for the Wizards. It, if we if we're gonna if we're gonna be objective, be objective and be honest, it's time for Tommy Shepard to push the little red button and detonate this roster. Okay, hold on. We got to play some of these voicemails. They adding up, so I'm playing. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said he's gonna stay in that marriage one more year. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers want to leave Green Bay so bad. I'm not saying that he wants to come and play for one of his childhood favorite teams, which is my Raiders. No, he probably want to go back to the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? He probably want to go to play for Frisco. Um, shit, he could have been a Rams uh, starting quarterback if the Rams would have waited. Or did it right, you know what I'm saying? I think he want to come out west. I think he want to smoke good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's time for that marriage to end. You know, it's just time for that marriage to end. And it's sad to say, like, and I I, I love Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. I even like Green Bay uh, franchise in general, but they didn't put into that marriage into that marriage as much as they should uh, for him. I think he done more for Green Bay than Green Bay did for him. What do y'all think? Well, we're going to touch on that when we get to football. And I'm going to play that voicemail again when we get to football, but we got some more. I disagree. I don't think Phoenix was the more talented team. I think they just had a more polarizing player in Booker. Uh, and then you had a vintage uh, point guard in CP3. That's about it. That's where it stopped. Their supporting cast played solid throughout the playoffs, but they also played solid throughout the playoffs through uh, better teams that were injured. Milwaukee definitely had the better roster when you consider a two-time MVP, uh, a Drew Holiday who shut down both the guys' names that I just said, um, Tucker, who ended up now, same case with Phoenix, they ended up going through teams that was injured, but Tucker ended up beating up all his former, uh, beating all his former teammates. Um, and then, and basically you just had a better, it was, a, it was just a better story. I, I ain't going to say a better story because CP3 finally getting to the finals. Uh, a lot of people consider he should have won, but 
Giannis and Milwaukee really wanted it more than Phoenix. So I can't say Phoenix was a better team. I can't say that. Okay, we got okay. a couple more. Not not only that, Chris Middleton showed that he can be a strong second option on any team. I mean, honestly, if you put him on one of the bottom feeders, he could be the number one option and be the main attraction. But he has shown that he could be a number two uh, player on a championship roster. He really stepped up. You know what I mean? Um, so I can't say Phoenix had a better. It, it was a it was a fun team to watch. That's what it was. It was a it was a it was a fun team to watch. It was like when it was like when Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals went to the went to the Super Bowl that year where they played uh, the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? It was just a fun team to watch at the time. Oh wait, Greg know about that team. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't. And both both are Arizona teams. That's crazy. It was just a it was just a fun team to watch. Um, but you know they got exposed. They say you know uh, a lot of teams are built to put up a lot of points, and that's their defense. Milwaukee really played defense against some Cavs. I'll give him his credit for that one. He's right. But we got a couple yeah. more voicemails. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play. Um, I'll just play them all. Let's just go for it. And we can all say, and I think I've seen this on Twitter and IG, Giannis is a more likable player. He's the most likable player in the NBA out of everybody. If you really think about it, KD is not really like. We've seen the bronze slander. Hell, it's a lot of cats that don't even like MJ. We heard about the Kobe slander. All the greats that have gone and passed, even the new greats, there's some type of hate. There's a lot of players. I mean, there's a lot of fans that don't like Curry. You would think that Curry would be the most likable player. I think it's Giannis that's the undisputed, most lovable basketball player probably of all time you know what i mean so that's why i think uh milwaukee was just a better all over team it was a better all narrative it was a small market team you know what i'm saying having won since what the 70s and they really wanted it they really wanted it in that closeout game so i got to give it to them drew holiday did his thing like i said chris Middleton did his thing and Giannis closes out with a 50 piece in the closeout game they deserve it mm-hmm. okay okay all right, let's see what else we do. Well, Greg, the what Giannis said is going to backfire is because we already know that the one main reason why he did win the championship, besides beating Phoenix, was that he got through the he got through the the uh, injured Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I don't think he would have I don't think he would have beat beaten Brooklyn if Kyrie and Harden is there. And even when Harden did come back, he wasn't a hundred percent. So, and look again, we're not going to use excuses, but that is what it is. Phoenix got through the West through three injured teams. We already know this, but we're going to go with what we got, which was those were the two teams that made it to the finals. I just think Milwaukee was a better team, but we already know that if we if there's a a healthy Brooklyn, a healthy a healthy Clippers, Denver, and a healthy Lakers, neither one of those teams are making it to the finals. All due respect, and Giannis is leaving if they didn't win. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. He was definitely. I definitely could see Giannis demanding a trade if 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 they didn't win it this year. Yo, Giannis. Either here's my bold hot take: Giannis is going to pull a LeBron. He, you know, he pretty much told Milwaukee. After winning the championship, like, oh, like this is how you win it. And, you know, giving them the illusion that he's going to stay free agency. He's like, man, I know I said that shit, but come on now. It's fucking Milwaukee. Like, who, actually, I'll, I'll ask you and, you know, Luke. So when it comes to it, who is going to sign? Who, who has the better chance of signing a long term deal in Milwaukee? Aaron Rodgers or Giannis? 
Well, Giannis has already signed that long-term deal, so... Uh, I, I and Aaron Rodgers is close to signing his long-term deal, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a spicy nay-nay. Yeah. That is a spicy nay-nay. They, I, I, yes. <laughs> I do think... Here's my take on this. I do think if Milwaukee would have lost, Giannis, the itch... The, the itch that Bradley Bill is having and it's starting to scratch, I think it would have started to itch and he would have started mm. to scratch. Huh? All right. Hold on, we got a couple more. Yo, what to do, my guys? Hey, Greg. See what Deezy was shaking with your bros. Is your favorite street broadcaster. Live from these Brooklyn streets. To me, what it do, what it do. You see you fellas up here in a long time. YBAB, we back. Somebody cut us a check. We back on the air. Our long time, our long time reporter in the streets. It's good to hear your voice again, brother. It's good to hear your voice again. Oh man, we've had some moments with <laughs> Yes, indeed. Let me see who we got. Two more. Hey, check this out. Seshuan want to know how we feel about 30. Who's 30 in this chat right now, huh? How we feel about 30 and not being where you want to be? Nah, nah, bro. (laughs) Damn, Baylor, jump on the fucking chat, bro. You got something to say? (laughs) (laughs) Lord. What else you got? What you got for us, kid? Oh, man. Oh, man. That was funny. Oh, oh. All right. So, I, I wanted to talk about the draft, but I, I think we've already, I think we've covered a, enough NBA. We can, uh, you know, do a, do a, a live sweat of the draft and talk about it then uh, on Thursday. Hey, Q. What's up? Can I, bring, can I bring up something real quick that I read earlier today? Yeah, go ahead. All right, it, it, all right. It has to do about the, like the the trades and all that. All right, Damian Lillard. I saw the Knicks said they would give up three first round picks for Damian Lillard. Do you think it happens? No, no, because well, the Knicks do have a boatload of cap space, so they would right. Have- they would not need to send salary. They would not need to match salary. They can they can absorb um, Dame's salary into their cap into their cap space. But if you get Dame, those picks that New York will send out, mm-hmm. really, they're going to be low. They're going to be they're going to be like in the twenties because New York will be in the playoffs, and they're not going to. No, that's right. No, no. Um, if Portland okay. accepts, I, if I just Portland wanted to, you know, know your thoughts on that. That's all. Yeah. If Portland accepts that trade, Neil O'Shea needs to needs to immediately be um, have his key card deactivated. Um, Jody Allen, the owner of the team, needs to immediately be forced to sell. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> when you're when you're sending draft picks out. Here's the thing about draft picks. When you're sending picks out, the, you're expecting so like the Wizards. You're expecting so like just say for example, 
you have the Warriors, and you know, they're 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 hoping, you know, their their potential package for Bradley Bill is Wiseman, um, Wiggins for for salary purposes. Um, their two first round picks this year, number seven and number fourteen, another um, another first round pick later in later years. I think it was either twenty five or twenty seven, and a uh, 25 and a pick swap in 24. That's a damn good, that's a damn good package because think about it. In about three years, Steph Curry's going to be 36 because he's 33 now. Steph Curry's going to be 36. Clay Thompson will be 30. He's 31 now. Clay Thompson will be 35. Draymond Green will be 35. And at that point, the Warriors championship window slams shut. So you're hoping. So, you know, that pick in 24, that pick that pick swap in 24, and that pick in 25, if I'm the Wizards, I'm thinking, oh, the Warriors are probably are going to be at the point where they're going to have to break up that team. So that's what you're hoping for. For New York to send three first-round picks, Unless they're no, it's a that's a bad it's a bad trade it's a bad trade absolutely that is the no because think about the years it's gonna be a twenty two twenty four and twenty six the 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 Knicks will probably still be good and those picks for Portland are going to be unless you know given the protections or whatever they're gonna be they're gonna be low in the in the back end in the first round. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not taking a trade. No. Huh. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> we have reached, the NFL has in, re-entered the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Training camps are now, re, training camps are opening. Aaron Rodgers is still being a diva, but he may now stay in Green Bay. And Deshaun Watson is coming to camp, but now the Texans want to trade him, but eight more people filed uh, complaints with with the Houston Police Department today. Let's talk talk some NFL. So, as I alluded to in the the teaser to that, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are are nearing an agreement um, where they would modify his contract so that um, Aaron, so that Rogers will have an out in 2022, so that he plays this season. Thoughts? Don't care. The reason why I don't care is he won't win. So what's the point? Like the thing is, if Aaron Rodgers were to win. He's he's at that point he has to stay there because you've won two rings with Green Bay. They're going to throw the entire fucking bag at you. Aaron Rodgers is just not happy with any situation he can't control, and that's why Green Bay right now they're like, okay, we actually need a fucking quarterback at this point, so we might as well. You know what? Fuck it. Let's one year, one year, and it's a prove it year because they know Aaron Rodgers can't prove it. Aaron Rodgers has the easiest division to win. And he just can't get it done in the fucking playoffs. He got the ring. Congratulations, bro. But with Aaron Rodgers, he knows 
as long as Thomas Brady is in the fucking league, especially knowing that he might have to face, you know, face him in the playoffs. Like, no, no, it, it's not going to happen, bro. So Aaron Rodgers is better off just knowing for a fact that you, you got to show me deal, you know, for one year. You won't show them. They're going to kick you to the curb. And then you can go to San Diego when they give you all the pieces that you want and the bag that you want for all three of the remaining five years that you would have in your NFL career. Um, that's just my personal, you know, opinion on that. But then again, Aaron Rodgers has a history of just being indecisive. His family says it. Women that he's dated have said that. He's gotten coaches fired because of it. Now it's just like, it's just more Aaron Rodgers shit. So I don't care. I, I just don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Like I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. Like either, either play or sit out the season. It, it, it's your choice at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, like all this back and forth shit. Like you're a fucking diva, man. Like you need to be on a, you need to be on a daytime soap opera. You definitely said it better than me, Q. Because I wouldn't even yeah, call I, him a diva. He he's acted like he's bigger than the Packers. He like he's bigger than the NFL. Like whatever he says. All right, well here you can have it. You're Aaron Rodgers. I don't think so either. Yeah, like, you know, let's not discredit him. He's a great quarterback, Hall of Famer, right, quite right. possibly. But when it comes down to it, when we talk about Aaron Rodgers, after after this season, we're always going to factor in the fact that he thought he was better than Brett Favre. And I'm, I'm telling you this now ahead of what's about to happen, because Aaron Rodgers has lived his entire career with that fucking stigma. He isn't the best, you know, quarterback out of Green Bay. He knows it. And even when he retires, he's always going to feel like, you know, yeah, I got a ring. I got two rings if he gets one this year in Green Bay. But guess what? I I don't hold up next to Brett Favre. Yes, I had better receivers than Brett Favre. When I say better, meaning like he had more in the same span of time, if you want to call it that career wise. But with Aaron Rodgers, he just he hasn't grasped the concept of, bro, like you're in a league where there's at least four quarterbacks that are better than you. And someone's been like, what do you mean? Like, what four quarterbacks are better than him? Do I really have to name them? Or can we just talk about the last three people who have a ring that are still in the league? Yeah. So, you know, with that being being said, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, I appreciate you, bro. And I, I really hope that Green Bay works out for you. But let me just tell you this now. Green Bay is the only place right now that you can be and stay that has a a snowball chance in hell, literally, of winning. And the reason for that is unless you're going to wherever Julio Jones is going, and God forbid you do that because you know what's going to happen, Julio's going to give you a good eight games, nine in a possible season. But with a longer season right now, you want to play with who is ranked what? Q, what, what is Devontae Adams if we rank wide receivers? I think we did this before, too. He's well, in the top five, right? Well, Madden has him as number one because he got he's in the ninety nine club. Mm. Uh, okay, so so let me ask you a question: If Devontae Adams is the number one quarterback, that would presumably mean that Aaron Rodgers would have to be in in the top five of top quarterbacks, five. right? Yeah, top five. So, so if we take Devontae Adams and put him on any other team, would he be just as good as he is in Green Bay? No way. No way, man. Like, like, put, put Devontae no. Adams um, in Denver. 
put him in Denver mm-hmm. with Drew Locke. Do you think Devontae yep. Adams is a top five receiver? No way. Absolutely not. Uh, oh, even Teddy Bridgewater. No, no. Yeah. Now, that is because, and the reason why I ask that question is because those two complement each other. Aaron Rodgers knows he can throw to him. Devontae knows he can catch. It, it works. It's a perfect right. tandem. The, the issue, though, is if you try to separate them or you try to include somebody else into that fold, it don't work. When Devontae Adams is injured, Aaron Rodgers is like, who can I throw to? Robert Tanya? Let's do it. You're like, what? Who? Why? What the fuck? What are you doing? Val- like, uh, Valdez Scantling. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, again, like I said, complimentary. So Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, somebody's like, Greg, man, you absolutely hate this episode. I'm like, I just know for a fact, if you put Devontae Adams, like we said, on another team, depending on who the quarterback is, he will succeed or fail, depending on the team. If you put him in Jacksonville, you know what? You'd be like, you know what? He's he's a good, he's still a good wide receiver one, but he's not going to do anything like he did in Green Bay. You put Aaron Rodgers in Denver or in fucking, you know, San Diego. You're like, you know what? I'm sorry, not San Diego, LA, because we have to we have to say it correctly. But oh well, Aaron Rodgers, he's throwing for four thousand yards, but guess they fucking they won seven games because that's what's gonna happen. So yeah, so 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 yeah. On any other team, on any other team, it's not gonna work. Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers is Derek Carr. Somebody gonna hate us for that, but it's the truth, man. <laughs> it's the truth. And, you, and I'm telling you, Q, somebody's gonna take that quote. Don't be surprised if that ends up being a tweet. Somebody be like, yo, I listened to, you know, the YBB sports desk, and they said that Aaron Rodgers is pretty much fucking Derek Luck. And uh, I'm sorry, Derek Carr. And it's like, that's absolutely not what he said in, you know, context. All I'm saying, all you're saying, Hugh, and all we're saying in agreement, I guess, for the three of us is this. Aaron Rodgers knows where his bread is buttered. The issue, though, is he don't like rolls. He's like, nah, I, I don't want no butter. I don't even want no rolls. Like, what the fuck do you want then? And Aaron Rodgers, the answer for him is, I don't know. He's that girlfriend where it's like, what do you want to eat? And she don't know, but she's still hungry. And it's like, oh, what, what the fuck do you want then? Like, tell us. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he, he can't do it. Aaron Rodgers refuses to tell us what he wants. So until he tells us what he wants, guess what? He's going to end up getting fucked by Green Bay. They're like, okay, you want to keep playing this game? Cool, we get you for one year. But guess what? If you fail us, then you get to walk. Yeah. Walk and go wherever the fuck of, you want to go. Yeah, you're out of here. You're like Brett Favre. Yeah, at the end, at the end of his, uh, Packers time. Yeah, but that's you know, Green Bay is going to. I was going to say Green Bay is going to win either way because here's the issue: if Green Bay ends up tanking this year, Aaron Rodgers' stock goes down. It's like okay, like wait a minute, like Aaron Rodgers, he he wanted all this, he went back to Green Bay, and they still lost. So when it's time for him to go places, they're going to be treating him like fucking um, who who's homeboy from um like uh Roethlisberger, like. Well, you know what? You're actually a better fit on that team because we can't see you going anywhere else. And then he's stuck in Green Bay. But the thing is, if he wins, guess what happens? People are going to say, well, you can only do it in Green Bay because if you go anywhere else, you're going to ruin your legacy because guess what? You won there twice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I can't wait for the season, uh, mainly because I know for a fact I'm definitely going to pick Aaron Rodgers as a, you know, a QB2. In fantasy football, because I don't think he's going ranked this high next uh, this fantasy season. I can't see it. Their schedule is too heavy. Um, right now, they have two receivers and one. Uh, I can't even count how many vowels he has in his name. I'm talking about Marcus Valdez Scanlon. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what running back they have this year. Um, they're tight ends. They're good, but they're not great. Um, and more importantly, like Aaron Rodgers kind of, he's ruining the relationships with the offensive line just by saying that he didn't want to play with him. So it's like, okay, if you don't want to play with the people, yeah, I, I, actually <laughs> wanna, I actually want to talk about that because David Bakhtiari was like, uh, so I guess I'm not a friend. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. That's pretty much what they're going to say. <laughs> So I see it. So so I see it at okay. So remember, remember Robert Griffin, like his last season in Washington, and basically the offensive line told him to go to fucking hell. Yeah, I think yep. that that's mm-hmm. going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be Keanu Reeves and the replacements. We're going to be like, yo, if they win, cool. But guess what? We weren't expecting it. So okay, moving right along. Now, what else we got? Q. <laughs> Alright, so uh, and I'm tired of hearing I'm also tired of hearing about this guy's uh, news. Deshaun Watson. Hey, remember him? Oh. He used to mm-hmm. he used to be a star quarterback. Now so he's he is now say, he's saying now that he's going to report to camp. Uh, and now the Texans are saying, Okay, we we'll trade you now. We'll trade you now. <laughs> but then but then today, eight women filed uh, complaints with the Houston Police Department, and six of them are women that that have filed civil suits against them over, mm-hmm. you know, sexual improprieties that he allegedly committed against them. Lord, this is the same thing in reverse from Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. If if Deshaun Watson ends up performing, you'd be like, yo, you, you could have sold high, but you refuse to. You could like right now, there's so many allegations against Deshaun Watson. You cannot sell him or trade him for pop tarts and a sidekick. Like literally, there, there's nothing people want from him other than to win. No. But the thing is, if he wins, though, you fucked yourself up, Houston, because it's like, yo, Not only did he beat the allegations, which, in my personal opinion, might quite possibly happen, because we've been too quiet about it recently. We went two months without hearing a fucking word. And now, all of a sudden, that the season has picked back up, the allegations are back. And it's like, wait, what what happened? What happened March, April, May, June, and half of fucking July? Now that they're returning back to campus, like, hey, by the way, there's a couple more. And it's like, wait. So where the fuck were they at? Like right, and and also that now that Deshaun Watson is saying, you know what? I'll show, I'll show it to camp. Yep, I'll show it to camp. And then the Texans are like, okay, we'll trade you. Now. We'll we'll go ahead and trade you. We're open mm-hmm. to trading you now. And then this, I sound like Here's the thing. I sound like John Honorable with that. Yeah. Houston is good for trading shit that they don't need and getting back shit that they don't want. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Are, what are we doing in Houston? Like Houston, we definitely have a problem. And it's y'all Houston. The entire, think about it. The entire fucking pandemic, Houston was one of three fucking places that was just always open. And I'm starting to think that the, the COVID Delta brain is in the state of Houston. That's like the central hub of that shit. Cause they're doing a lot of stupid shit. How did you not? I'm sorry. The week after the Super Bowl, Deshaun Watson would have been in a fucking Jersey for the Miami dolphins. I would have traded him for a six-round pick for all I give a shit. I'm like, yo, like, I get it. He's a superstar and everything, but it's like, yo, like, we got to get him off the books. 
contracts, money, and stuff like that. If he does good in Miami, guess what? Miami already don't like their black players. They're going to drop him in two years anyway. Then if he does good, guess what? Go pick him back up. Go pick him back up because where else is he going to go? That's true. Right which, which, what you're saying about Houston is, is so true. Because just go back to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. He traded DeAndre Hopkins. And what did they get back for him? Like uh, David Johnson and like a, a right mm-hmm. twix. I mean, they got they got peanuts. They got the peanuts that Southwest Airlines serves on their flights. Right. I, I mean, like what? I don't have no idea what their front office was thinking. They, Houston and I'm sorry, the Texans and the fucking Miami Dolphins. They have honestly over the past five years had every player that right now, if you put them on the, like, if you think of the wide receiving core, the quarterbacks, the run games, like, how is it neither one of these teams talking about the Houston Rockets or the Miami Dolphins? How have they not gotten successful when it comes to the playoffs or the, you know, the NBA playoffs, if you want to call it that? Um, and I'm not even talking about James Harden. Even if you took James Harden off that team, if you look at the Houston Rockets over the past 10 years, there's no way that they shouldn't have been close to sniffing a fucking ring. And they were seven times in 10 years. When you look at the Miami Dolphins, all the players that have just seemingly left Miami and are thriving in the places they were traded or waived, you literally let go of a, one, a running back and he won a ring that same year because you didn't trust him. And you see what happened? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, once he got mm-hmm. the fuck away from Adam, mm-hmm. why are you still why are you still here, yep. Gase? Yep. Oh all, all I'm gonna say about this, because I'm I'm really I'm I'm not mentally prepared for football yet, but when I am, I will be. Um the off season, it it's a little bit boring, um, because it's so predictable and the teams that should have made the trades months ago. They're trying to sell high, but the issue is you sell high and there's a lot of players that honestly will not be playing. And Q, you'll talk about that in a minute when we get to, you know, the whole idea of the rules that have changed and stuff like that. Because there's going to be a lot of players who are going to opt out. A lot of them. So the NFL is even fucked on it. Uh, the one year that they expanded the season, they're even more fucked up. I'm telling you, all the big names are going to fucking resign. Or they're going to do like Homeboy said and fucking retire. So, go ahead, you. Speaking, I'm, 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 <clears throat> speaking of that, and that's an excellent segue into. Um, so the NFL over the over the weekend, over the past week, have released their protocols for vaccinated and unvaccinated players. Um, so if a team, so one of one of the one of the new protocols is if a team has an outbreak and a game cannot be rescheduled. The team with the the team with the outbreak will forfeit. Players will not get paid because the the the, the outbreak team will have to pay the other team because of because they can't reschedule because of the forfeit. Well, uh, the second <clears throat> the second major um, protocol is. If an unvaccinated player um, breaks COVID protocols for, for unvaccinated players, they will be fined $14,000 for every occurrence. Not Jesus. For every occurrence. <clears throat> and, those, those, and the protocols for unvaccinated players mean uh, they can't 
They have, they must stay six feet apart. They have to wear a mask in practice, in, in practice and at the facility. They cannot shout. Definitely from, from, from vaccinated players. Um, you know, the, you know, the social distancing and all of that, all of the protocols that was in place last year before there was a vaccine, that will be what's in place for unvaccinated players. And every time they break a, that pro, uh, part of that protocol, they get a 14,000, they're, they're hit with a $14,000 fine. <laughs> and because of that, we've had some players, most notably DeAndre Hopkins, um, tweet that uh, that he's questioning his NFL future because he will because he does not want to get he does not want to get the vaccine. Um, there's a couple of other players who reacted in the same reacted in the same sense. Actually, um, Leonard Fournette says he tweeted that the vaccine, nah, not for me. Um, a, a coach, actually, a couple of coaches. Um, lost, left, and or fired because they because in the NFL tier one personnel that's coaches, um, uh, training staff, front office scouts, uh, people of that nature are required to get vaccinated. Um, but <laughs> by the offensive line coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Rick Jennison, um, was fired because he said he's not going to get vaccinated. Uh, and then there was a coach in New England who left his who left his position, uh, resigned from his position because he also refuses to get vaccinated. I ain't telling anybody what to do here. All I'm going to say is play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be a long. It's gonna, it's gonna be a long fucking You're absolutely year. right. You're absolutely right. Like if you, I mean, it's, it's just like what's happening right now. The pandemic is has switched from everyone's getting infected to a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have people like in Alabama. That story that came out was a doctor. Had patients who were on, who were basically, literally dying of COVID, saying, "I can get, can I get the vaccine now?" No, sir, it's too late. Uh-huh. Too late. Can't it can do nothing for you? It can do nothing for you at this point. It's it's here. You take this ventilator, or we pull this sheet over you. That's that's going to be the two cases if you're not vaccinated. That's going to be the two. Uh-huh. That's going to be the end. That's going to be the end result. You can get on this. You can get on this ventilator. You can get on this ventilator, or you're gonna die. I just, I really wish people the best, man. I have no ill words to say, any bad things to say, any negative things to say. But y'all, y'all just gotta do better, man. Um, the NFL, they're, they're trying to right the wrongs of last year because they acted like this shit didn't exist. So now they're trying to find the people who matters most, the players. You can't make money if the players aren't on the field. So what do you do? You find them the money that you're paying them. So you're getting your money back, essentially, um, with the hopes that the players are going to be smart enough to go and get vaccinated. When I say smart enough, meaning like if they know the best way for them to stay on the field and be healthy is to potentially get the vaccine and they don't do it, that's on them. But it's not just affecting them. It's affecting the other 50 plus players on their team 
It's also affecting the staff. It's also affecting the staff and the players' family. <laughs> Excuse me. Outside of the families, now that we have seemingly said, you know what? Fuck crowds. Let's just let everybody go to the stadiums. You got that going on as well. Um, it's it's not going to be good, man. It's just not going to be good. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like you know, uh, they're going to be there are going to be full full stadiums this season. Um, mm-hmm. So you're you're looking at uh, a potential super super two hundred and fifty uh, two hundred and sixty nine super spreader events over five months mm-hmm. over the next five months because every every game that has full capacity stadiums is a potential super spreader if you're not vaccinated. Yep. But hey, we're going to see how it plays out. We're going to see how it plays out. I'm, I told you, I'm at the point now with that shit. It, you just got to sit back and look at it because it's like, yo, it ain't us. When I say it's not us, meaning like the people who, even if you're not vaccinated, you take care of you and your family, do your thing. Nobody is shitting on you for that. It's just people who are honestly just bucking the system. Like, yo, I'm going around unvaccinated, but I still want to do the shit that the people who are vaccinated, the people who are practicing safety are doing. Like, no, you can't do that. You, Mr. Sir, you, Mrs. Ma'am, you should not be going to the fucking football stadium tailgating and congregating with people knowing damn well that you don't have the vaccination. That's number one. Number two, you as a player, you know for a fact that, like I said four minutes ago, you should not be on the field with players who honestly, the moment after they leave the stadium, you know where they're headed? To a nightclub, to a bar, to deal with the people in the state that you play in. And then, you know, guess where they go a night after that? Home, to their families, in their cities and hometowns. And you know what they do the following Sunday? They go to a completely different fucking stadium, a different state, a different team, and they play them. And it's 32 of these teams. So I'm telling it's, it's mm, mm, mm. That's why I, yeah. I, I, I employ anybody to listen to the sound of my voice and say this. Do not, do not, do not play Yahoo Fantasy. Do not play ESPN Fantasy. Just stick to the fan duels and the DraftKings because if you are going to trust in yourself every week with the same roster, knowing good and damn well that this COVID shit is still here, you'd be really pissed to find out Ryan Tannehill can't play this week and possibly next week. And he's your starting quarterback because of COVID. And I'm, I'm telling you. Okay, I, I, I hear you. Um, but the co- protocol for vaccinated players is if they test mm-hmm. positive, they can. They only have to be in isolation for the time that it takes to te- test negative over two days. Okay, so cute. That sounds good in theory. Let me finish. Let me finish. Until you have a Thursday night game. And then you turn around again the following week, and you have a Monday night game for the following week, or or you or, have... or a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night game because then you know the games on games on Wednesdays now. Mm-hmm. The they have games on Wednesdays and yep. Tuesdays and Tuesdays. I just well, I just thought they had games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays last year because they postponed some of the games. Nope, they thought it was a good idea. They said Wednesdays work. Oh, really? I did did not know that. 
yeah, basically, uh, when they expanded the schedule, because, you know, Amazon is going to have some... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Amazon's going to have some games. Uh, it's going to have some of the Thursday game. Actually, Amazon has the Thursday the Thursday night contract now, and I think they're going to have some of the Wednesday games. Disgusting. Okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. These Hold on, I gotta play this voicemail. Hey, check me out. I know I'm waiting on the line to get into this chat, but Aaron Rodgers is sticking out one more year, and then he's going to San Francisco. Cause that trade land shit ain't gonna work out. Put money on it, bet. Hey, yo, don't don't ever disrespect San Francisco like that. No, 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 no. First, first of all, <laughs> first, first of all, What's wrong first with you? of all, first of all. Aaron Rodgers is not going to San Francisco because Trey Lance is late. Trey, I give it by midseason because Jimmy G is going to get hurt again. He's going to get hurt again. Trey Lance is going to be the starter. I cannot see Aaron Rodgers in the fucking seven. Yo, he first and foremost, Aaron Rodgers at that point. How old is he now? He's like thirty five. He's thirty seven. Thirty seven. Let. Here's the thing. Um, I don't know how many players on defense still play for San Francisco, but I do know this. Kyle Shanahan has 12 wide receivers and 17 running backs. Aaron Rodgers is not going to remember who to throw to in San Francisco. <laughs> Last night, I'm telling you, if you, if you look at San Francisco's roster, you're like, yo, there's uh, Samuel and 18 other people. You're like, what the fuck? How, every play, there's like six more receivers on the field. Hold on. We're going to look this up. We're going to look this up right now before we even go to the next voicemail because this shit is... He said 17 running backs. (laughs) He's actually right. I'm not lying. Shane Moss. Hold on. on. We we got to go to this depth chart because this shit is... The fact that not only am I right, it's hilarious to think about. So, they're wide receivers. Um, Wait, how many? Damn. Okay. They have six on main roster. Debo Samuel, River... Craycraft, Matt Cole, Kendrick Bourne, Brandon, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Richie James. Their running backs, Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, Jeff Wilson Jr., Austin Walter. Um, who are their tight ends? Jordan Re- Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, hold on. This, this is how they know they have too many fucking people. They have Jordan Reed listed twice in their offense. I could not make this up. If you go to 49ers.com, it says Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed. Couldn't make it up. Feel free to look for yourself while we, you know, while we play this next voicemail. I want everybody who's listening go to go to 49ers.com. There's a tab that says depth chart. Please go and look at the depth chart and tell me, because I'm sober tonight. If you look at tight end, it says first, Jordan Reed. Second, Jordan Reed. It, so where's, where's George Kittle? <laughs> yo. I, I think the 49ers website might have a concussion. It might have CTE. How in the hell did you end up listing Jordan Reed twice? 
That is insanity. Yo, the Knicks would have to sell both Dolan's right nut, Steve Perry's left nut, and Spike Lee's season tickets just to get a door open <laughs> to get the chance to get Dame Lillard. He ain't going to New York. Oh my God. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Now, mind you, mind you, y'all probably thought I was joking. <laughs> you really thought I was? If you go to ESPN.com, right, they have the actual roster for the 49ers. I'm going to go tight. I'm going to tell you tight uh, quarterbacks right now. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Josh Rosen, and Nate Sudfield. That is four quarterbacks. Um, running backs, Wayne Gallman, Jamichael Hasty, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon, Jeff Wilson Jr. That is how many? Seven? Um, Six. Which means, but, 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 but you also you have to remember this is the training cat roster. They can have up to ninety they can have ninety players on the training cat roster. Q, I, I understand that. But if I just listed twelve names and we just got to the end of the running backs. Because I'm not finished. Fullbacks. Okay. Josh Hokit and Cal Juszek. So those are the fullbacks. This is where it gets good though. Wide receivers. And and feel free to count after I say each name. Brandon Ayuk. One. Travis Benjamin. Two. River Craycraft. Three. Benny Fowler. Four. Jalen Hurd. Five. Richie James. Six. Jawan Jenkins. Seven. Andy Jones. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Debo Samuel. Nine. Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> Trent Sherfield, eleven. Dale. Austin Watkins Jr., twelve. And Simba Webster, thirteen. Kevin White, fourteen. <laughs> now, now, now that do you want to retract your statement about ninety roster spots? But right now we have twenty three of them being between wide receivers, running backs, fullbacks, and quarterbacks. But hold on, I'm not, even, I'm, not even, I'm not even finished. This is so good. Tight ends. I, I feel like you need to count again. Um, Ross Dwelly. <laughs> One. George Kittle. Two. Two. Josh Peterson. Three. McCole Pruitt. Four. Charlie Warner. Five. Why do you need five tight ends? Five tight ends, 14 wide receivers, seven running backs, two fullbacks, and four quarterbacks. Well, you know, the receivers get, the, the receivers could get cut down to five. But Q, five that's the fucked up part of Q, if you look at their roster when it comes to actual wide receivers, they already have their starting five. Like, all they need is, like, an extra at this point. Because right now, if you look at the 49ers roster when it comes to uh, wide receivers, you already know. Debo Samuel, Muhammad Sanu. Wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Then you got Brandon Ayuk and Travis Benjamin. Wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Then you had the rookie that they had. Um, God, what is his name? Um, Austin Watkins, they picked him up. So you know they're going to keep him because they picked him high in the draft. So you got Austin Watkins. That's what, five? No, that's six, ain't it? Because I said Brandon Ayuk, uh, Benjamin, um, Dubo, no, that's five, I Muhammad think. Sanu. That's five. That's five. So you already got five. And then, oh. I forgot this because, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he loves his, you know, he loves the receiver from Baylor. You have to keep Jalen Hurd. He just came from what? The Dolphins? So, yeah. No, he came from Jacksonville. So, again, you got 
right now six wide receivers. And don't even get me started with fucking um, the running backs. You got Wayne Goldman from the Giants. You ended up getting, you still have Raheem Mostert. You have Jeff Wilson. So that's three running backs right there. You don't even need the rest. But you said, you know what? In the draft, we're going to pick Elijah Mitchell. That's four. And then they picked Trey Sermon in the same draft this year. So. <laughs> wow. And then, no, no. Let, 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 one, one, one more thing and I'm done. One thing I'm done. Josh Rosen has a job. That, that's all I wanted to say. Josh Rosen has a fucking job. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, let, let's get to these voices. Okay. Deshaun Watson still threw less interceptions and he's got a sexual accuser. So let's put that out there. That is funny as shit. <laughs> that is tough. Oh, Hey, what's up, fellas? Enjoying the show? Very quickly, I find it ironic. Aaron Rodgers was complaining about the way Brett Favre left and all the back and forth and diva behavior, only to then 10, 12 years later do the exact same thing Brett Favre is doing. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't mad at him because he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But at the same time, just this back and forth is annoying as hell. I don't care where he go, bro, honestly. Just as long as he don't play for the Bears. That's it. Yeah. I agree. You got a point there. You got a point there. I mean, I, he ain't going to play for the Bears. He ain't going to play for the Bears. Not at all, buddy. Not at no. all. No. no. Not at all. Not if he goes to the Bears, honestly, like, the NFL might implode. Because that means <laughs> no, – the, the reason why I say that is because you don't want to pay Allen Robinson, but you'll bring in somebody who will only be there at a max three years before they decide right. to hang it up. It makes no sense. So, right. I, I, I don't even want Chicago to do that to themselves because, you know, the last time Chicago, you know, they had it good and then they fucked up 2016. You know, remember what happened in 2016, Q? Happened in baseball, actually. And I don't even watch baseball, but I remember what happened in 2016, Q. Oh, the Cubs won, won the World Series. Unfortunately. Next voice now. Bro, not one of the top five receivers can hold their own outside of their teams. What are we talking about? Tyreek Hill would die if he went in any other team other than the Chiefs. The system is implemented for him. Antonio Brown, you saw he ate shit when he wasn't with anybody but Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. That was short-lived. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams, the same shit. Same shit with DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is probably one of the few examples of a dude that can go and do his own thing. But he's benefited from having a baller quarterback in Deshaun and an even more baller quarterback in Kyler Murray. You know what I'm saying? There's not one of these dudes that can hold their own. They all benefit from the quarterback. Put some respect on the quarterback. Nah, because here's the thing. I would put respect on the quarterback for only one person. And right now, when it comes to receiving stats, he was completely wrong um, because Stephon Diggs is number one in receiving stats, and we all know who his quarterback is. Um, with that being said, though, someone would say, oh, well, his quarterback makes, you know, Stefan Diggs depends on a quarterback, but every quarterback that he's played with, he produced. That's why his con- he continuously gets better quarterbacks. He doesn't go and jumps from fucking, you know, a, a whack quarterback to a good quarterback. He's just like, you know what? I can play with anybody because I'm fucking Stefan Diggs. And that's a fact. I mean, he pl- didn't he play with uh, 
the bum from uh, Minnesota last was two seasons Kirk ago. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Speaking of, Kirk Cousins, speaking of Kirk Cousins, you know who else? Who's number four on the list of receiving stats of last year? Justin Jefferson. Guess who he plays for? Guess who throws to Man. him? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. So and he's a let's rookie. Not sit, let, let's, let's not sit here and act like, like the, these quarterbacks. Like, yo, if you fit the scheme of the entire team, your quarterback could honestly just get you by. Think about it. Green Bay. Everybody knows the coaching won Green Bay that title. Everybody knows the, the, the coaching. And a little bit of Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he was there as well. But when Jordy Nelson left, Miranda Cobb left, and he had to figure out for two seasons who the fuck to throw to, who was the most injury prone on that team? Who was getting the most balls? And who was the number one receiver? When in any other case, he would have been wide receiver three, Devontae Adams. Hey, Adams. Who was number five on that list? Because number three, unlike what he said, De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's not a good receiver according to him, right? Let me go ahead. Actually, I don't even want to. Let me see. I ain't going to replay it. All I'm going to say is this. He said DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, the team's coach, not the coach, the quarterback, whatever, right? Can you name how many fucking Houston uh, Texan quarterbacks DeAndre Hopkins made look good before he finally landed in Arizona with a good quarterback and still produce? I'll wait because there's a lot of them. It's a lot. Let's check the receipts. Calvin Ridley is number five. He's tied with Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill. He, he mentioned Tyreek Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have uh, Patrick Mahomes, and he's saying Tyreek Hill wouldn't fit in any other scheme. He said that. Go. Lou, do me a favor. Just throw, out, just throw out a team. The first team that comes to your name, and I can explain to you why Tyreek Hill would actually fit that scheme. Just one team. All right. Uh, uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. There's already two really good receivers, three running backs, two tight ends. And, of course, you have a quarterback who, honestly, as long as you can catch the ball, regardless of where he's throwing it to, you're going to win games. Plus, last I checked, didn't they make the playoffs or almost made the playoffs? Either way, like, they're doing they, a they, lot. They, they made yeah, the they, playoffs and almost and almost uh, beat Kansas City. Yeah, yeah they, so embarrassed, took, they embarrassed it, my team. It, it, yeah. took, it took a trick play by Chad fucking mm-hmm. Henny. To Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill. Yep. For them to mm-hmm. beat the Browns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so let, let, let's keep going. Um, the only person <clears throat> I can see on this list, and we got to move on, um, that's on this list where it comes to quarterback, you're not quite sure what they'll do. DJ Moore. He's number 11 on this list. Number 11. Darren Waller was number 10, who's a, you know, a tight end. And the only reason he's number 10 is because it's the fucking Vegas Raiders. Let's be completely honest there. Um, adding to this list, I'll just run off a couple names. Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper, Robbie Anderson, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones. You know who I'm still looking on and, on this and, list and, for? And, Antonio Brown. And, and Yeah. yeah. And, well, that's what and, I was going to say to his point. Because uh, he said that, you know, you give the, the quarterbacks credit. Antonio Brown has only ever had two quarterbacks, yep. and that was Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady, because he played for Brady in New England for one game. And, right. And then he played for him in Tampa, 
But when he we when the Steelers traded him to the Raiders, he never played it down in the regular never season. Never played. Never played. So not even in he played one. He played like five snaps in the preseason with Derek yep. Carr. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but here's that's, the, that's it, when he it, had that surf toe. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah. And, right. and that and that helmet issue. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You said Terry McLaurin. Do you do you can we mm-hmm. run who the, who run the down quarterback? Run down Q. Alex Smith. Let's go. Who? Who? Alex Smith. Dwayne Haskins. Taylor Heineke. Kyle Allen. Produce one more. I don't need to say no more. Like <laughs> that's why. That's why I keep. I, I keep saying. I keep shouting to the roof. I'm gonna keep shouting into the rooftops. Terry McLaurin is going to be in the top five in receiving this season. Why? Fitz Magic, the bearded man Talk. himself. <laughs> Talk that shit. Next the Thank you, Greg. Thank you, brother. I'm so glad somebody else noticed. For some weird reason, for the past 10, 11, 12 weeks, we haven't heard anything about Deshaun Watson and this case. Then all of a sudden, when it's time for, to go to the training camp, oh, now they want to bring it up again and all these women are coming out. It's crazy. This is the exact same thing that happened when they were talking about trading them, bro. Bro, man, forget the massage hoes. We ain't tripping on them. I'll take Deshaun Watson out here in Chicago any day. Swear to God, bro. Straight up. Yep. But that's the, and that's the thing. They think they think that they're going to trade him for pennies and he's not going to produce wherever he goes. Yo, what I can name on one hand how many like black quarterbacks or black players that honestly they got traded for doing nothing and did not produce. Um, just just offhand, the one that actually really disappointed me, Le'Veon Bell. He's probably on my list of like, yo, what the fuck happened? But outside of that, yo, like Deshaun Watson, who you could consider to be a generational talent, would how pissed off would you be, Q, to find out that they just wanted to get Deshaun Watson off their team for the most picks and the most property that they can get back, and then all of a sudden, all those fucking allegations go away, trying to tank that man's career. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. Like there was no Deshaun Watson talk. Like there was, you know, rumors like uh no one wants to trade for him and all that. And then to this morning, literally this morning, Deshaun the, the news came out that Deshaun Watson was gonna go to was gonna report to camp. And mm-hmm. at and I remember the time because I have I have the notification on my phone. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had the notification on my phone. It was at, uh, oh boy. I think it was at 12 o'clock, like 11, mm-hmm. 12 o'clock, this, 11, 8, 12 o'clock this morning, where, oh, eight women go and file complaints um, to Houston Police Department. Like, literally four, not even five hours. Oh, here it is. I got it. It was 4.41 p.m. Yep. 4.41 p.m. The news yep. about the news about Watson um, eight, it broke ESPN at 8.51 a.m. Just to just, <clears throat> just the headline. Just, this just in. 
Texans willing to trade Deshaun Watson, asking for a combination of five high draft picks, starting caliber players. Because Deshaun Watson said, you know what, I'll, I'll show up the camp. Yo, Houston loves getting fixed. And that was, yes, and that was yesterday. That was yesterday at 10.33 a.m. This just then. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson plans to report to Texas training camp to avoid fine of $50,000 per day. He still wants to be traded. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday at that was yesterday at ten thirty three a.m. You know that the, the you know the court news or whatever that couldn't come out on a Sunday. They had to wait to Monday. They had to wait till Monday, where people are at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Well, well it, and here's the other thing. Oh, go, ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. Because no, I was going to tell us like make uh, we got to make a transition to the next topic. Okay. Yeah, that's go fine. Go, Greg. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. Oh, I was just going to say, say Deshaun Watson does get traded to, uh, I don't know, um, Denver or Seattle, wherever, okay? And these allegations come out, and then they have to set court dates. He's got to go back to Houston for those mm-hmm. court dates. So mm-hmm. no, nobody's going to bite on it. Uh, it he's, nope. you know, he's either in Houston or he's just... His career's done, I think. Yeah. And the thing is, they just don't they wanna they don't want to get caught like Ray Rice, where it's like, all right, like the allegations are true and you know what happened did happen. And you know what? We can completely eradicate him and just like get him out of the league. The issue right. with this is it all looks funky. The entire yeah. thing smells to high hell. It's like, you know what? He said he wanted to be traded, and Houston's like, you know what? Throw every fucking allegation out there, but leave some because just in case we got it. I'm like, yo, you're trying to tell me all these fucking like, you know, these stories keep coming up. And Q and I, we did this months ago and I said something and I had to, you know, double down on it because I can't really backtrack fast forward to now. It's like, yo, it actually it, it's panning out in my favor of the fact that it's like there were like 26 allegations and then some just magically disappeared and then some really like reappeared. And now four months later, after hearing nothing, now we're back to, Hey, like just in case y'all forgot, there's more allegations. I'm like, okay, we're right, going to run out of fucking allegations at this point. More importantly, if we're at now, I think we're at like 34, 35 mm-hmm. and nothing has happened yet. When I say nothing has happened, like we are just talking about, Hey, allegedly this should happen with more people, but y'all still want to trade him. It's like, wait, you want to trade him because you know he still has value. If he still has mm-hmm. value to you, you'd be like, oh, well, no, like, let's, let's trade him. But if he's worthless to you with those allegations, you'd just cut him because nobody else in the league, he would have been, like, retroactive at that point. But you know what's going to happen? If you go and cut him, he's going to end up going to the first person that signs to him. He's going to end up winning because that's what he's known to do is win. And those allegations are going to magically fucking disappear. Not because he's right. paid off anybody. It's because all of the allegations are coming from fucking Houston. Every allegation is like, oh, these aren't happening in Atlanta, in California, Seattle. These are all happening from people who honestly are on the payroll for the fucking Houston, Texas. Like, I just don't yep. get this shit. So, when, you know, when their most credible source has a billboard in front of the fucking stadium and his neighbors with the guy and he's coming out and lying and saying that he's not friends with them after they posted four months ago on Instagram, hanging out with each other. It's like, okay, so now you're just going to lie in front of our fucking face. Th- that's what we're going to do. 
That's what we're doing. You're going to act like you guys aren't friends. He went on social media and said, we aren't friends, while the picture of them was still up. Like, okay, you, you can't be this fucking dumb. So all I'm going to say, you know, in closing, when it comes to this Deshaun Jackson, I'm sorry, this Deshaun Watson thing is, if you don't give a fuck about him, cut him and let let the Ducks, you know, line themselves up the way they want to. The reason why you can't cut him is because you know for a fact, one, he holds value, but you, being Houston, you don't want to get nothing for, you know, for something. Right. Just like Houston, when, when they let Harden go, you let him go and you got nothing in return. So they're trying to avoid doing that again because Houston is historically known for taking somebody who was a star and running them the fuck out of Houston. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what, Houston? Enjoy the fact that Dallas talks shit about y'all and they are in your state. Enjoy the fact that Jerry World is bigger than your stadium. Enjoy the fact that the Houston Texans will never, ever, ever win anything of merit. Enjoy the fact that J.J. Watt said, I had to fucking leave. He was supposed to work. J.J. Watt is like a generational, like, he has to be on the team until he retires. Because he's fucking J.J. Watt. He said, no, no, I can't stand it here. I, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't understand it, man. So Houston, you have a problem. And the problem is this. You're not going to get anything because nobody's going to buy from you. It's like going to the fucking Dollar Tree instead of the Dollar General. You're like, yo, like you said, everything was a dollar. Why is it so $5? It's supposed to be a dollar store. Houston, Texas, you know, Houston is the dollar store, but everything is marked up. Why? Wow. Now, Houston, here, yeah, not just a dollar not just the dollar store, the Dollar General. Because you go to Dollar Tree, exactly. everything, everything there is a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dollar I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But, you know, as I usually say on this show, I don't care. Um, Houston, they will, they'll figure it out, man. And I hope they figure it out before, you know, the season begins. Because I'm telling you, if you're stuck with Deshaun Watson and he ends up getting the bag from y'all and then sitting out because of COVID, y'all going to be so hot. Y'all gonna be so cool. I can't wait. That's that's what's next. That, I'm telling you, like, yo, can because the fucked up part about it is in that like the contract, you know, the whole new agreement with the NFL is if the players opt out, they still get paid for that year if they were already on the books. They just don't have to play. So just imagine if Deshaun, you know, Watson decides, you know what? Actually, you know what that that opt out that opt out provision sunsetted a couple of weeks ago. Yes, but that's the thing. So they, it's sunset, so they it's out, sunset they, for play. So they, they opt out, they're not going to get paid. No, but that's the thing. He's already guaranteed the money, is what I'm saying. He's guaranteed his money. So if he's not going and getting paid, yeah, he's not getting paid for those games, but he's still getting paid. He's getting a check. And yeah, so, he's signing bonus. Whatever his signing bonus is, but he's not going to get a game check. But Q, do you really need a game check when your name is Deshaun Watson? No, I'm fuck. That's like Cam Newton saying, you know, like he, he's in New England. He's like, you know what? I don't have to do shit. Yes, y'all went and got a quarterback. I will sit here and tutor him. I will make sure that he's the best player that you want because I'm fucking Cam Newton. But guess what? If that doesn't pan out, I'm still here. That's why we end up having people like fucking Nate Sudfield being a four string quarterback that's on the roster. There's less pressure on him. So imagine fucking Deshaun Watson say, you know what? I still get paid. I don't have to play. And the team is still stuck with me because they can't trade me. And then they got to do a whole thing again next year. 
yo, like he, he's in a win-win. Like oh, he has to worry about the allegations and stuff like that. But I can guarantee you, if they cut him, they still have to pay him. If he gets traded, he still has to get paid. If he doesn't pay, guess what? He's already paid off the signing bonus. He's in a win-win-win. Houston right now is just taking all the L's because that's like the fucking Bulls saying, you know what? Yeah, we know that fucking Michael Jordan is the best player on our team, but you know what? We want to get rid of him, but give us everything you have on your roster for him. And other teams, the fucking Indiana Pacers will probably look at Chicago and be like, no, you want us to give up the entire fucking roster, including Reggie Miller for Michael Jordan? Yes, he's the best player, but will it matter if we don't have anybody for him to play with? No. And Houston's thinking that shit. Give us 18 draft picks. Give us, you know, all the cheerleaders. And you know what? Fuck it. Give us Vince McMahon, too. We, we, we want Vince. We want Vince. Like, no. Fuck that. So, needless to say, Houston, you have a problem. I'm done. I, I, I concede the mic. You, you're not all getting... Right. Oh, by the way, one last thing. One last thing. Sorry. You're not getting a WWE rant this week. <laughs> no rant. Right. All right, so moving right, moving right, moving the ship right along. Um, we have the the baseball, the MLB trade deadline on Saturday. It's usually um, the thirty first. This year is on the thirtieth because the thirty first is a Sunday. Uh, whatever MLB is playing for that, but Lou, I know that this is your particular particular segment as well. Yes, sir. Who gets who gets traded? Half the Cubs roster. Hey, man, you got that right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anthony Rizzo is probably gone. Um, You know, I I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. I think if the two that stays is Rizzo and Baez. You absolutely, the Cubs absolutely have to sell on Chris Bryant right now because he's he's gone, he's gone for not he's gone for a compensatory pick. Um, at the end of the season, go get something for him now because he he, he is he is off without the door. Don't be surprised if Rizzo's traded too because his name's come up a lot uh, lately. Uh, I mean today, I mean the the Cubs are on a full fire sale right now. Um, yeah, they, they, they traded away one of their bullpen arms to, um, oh, who was it? Uh, Oakland, I believe today. Um, and they, they had a pretty, yeah, well, I just, they've, you know, they've already traded Jack Peterson, uh, out Mm -hmm. today. They said, uh, that, um, Cal Hendricks is not getting, is not going to get traded. I, I just think they're trying to trade bats, though. They're they're trying to you know trade away the salary and stuff. So yeah, you're right. The Chris Bryant is pretty much all but gone. Um, but yeah, yeah don't be surprised you gone. see Anthony Rizzo go. Don't be surprised. And okay, so those are your those are your cups. Here's what I want to see happen, but I know it's not going to happen. It is not. It, I know it's not going to happen, but it needs to happen. The Washington Nationals need to boot. Mike Rizzo and the Nationals need to blow it up. They remember my so you remember my take about the Wizards. Go ahead and just insert it with the Nationals. It's time for Rizzo to push the little red button and blow, and detonate this roster. It's not going to happen because Rizzo is not a seller. 
Did you see who's speaking of the Nationals? Did you see whose name came up in trade talks today? Trey Turner, Max Scherzer. Oh, I mean, he's been that's been the talk of the entire season. That's been well, but um, he has, I I think he has a no trade clause though, right? He He has to waive that. He does. He because he's a ten and five player, ten years in the league, five years with your current team, with the current team. Gotcha. He has a full no trade clause. All right, gotcha. So, um, as much as I don't want to see Max go, I think right now it's the, the this 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 Nationals team is not is not going to it's not they're not making the playoffs. They're not they're not they're not they're. They're eight games behind the Mets. Actually, make that seven behind the Mets, like seven and a half behind the Mets because um, they're currently beating the Phillies. But they're even. <clears throat> I think they're like eleven games out of out of the second wild card. This team is not making the playoffs. It's either win the win the National League East, which is in theory still possible because the the Mets are the only team above five hundred. Um, but they're going to get the Grom back. They're going to get Alonzo back. It, it, it's time to sell. <clears throat> it's time to. I mean, it doesn't have to be a full scale push the little red button, blow it up. They can. It can. Remember, the Nationals was in the situation in 2018, and um, the trades they made after the deadline. When you know there was a a, a post waiver uh, trade deadline, when they traded when they traded away Daniel Murphy and um, and a couple of other important pieces, and, and and you know they were able to save some money that allowed them to sign Patrick Corbin and a couple of other key pieces in the in the 2018 offseason. The next year they win the, you know the next year they won the World Series. I say <clears throat> trade Scherzer, but give him a wink and a nod agreement. Hey, we're going to resign you. We're going to resign you, resign you in the off season because he's a free agent after the year. I try to get all that I can for Schwarber. I get all that I can for Schwarber. I get all. That I don't I think you get. I get all of that. I get all of that I can get for Josh Harrison. I get all that I can get for Josh Bell. And you take that. You take that money. <clears throat> you take that money in the off season. Go sign some people. And yeah, but this team as that is currently as currently constructed is not a playoff team. They may not even be a five hundred team at the end of the year. Patrick Corbin is a gas can, as an absolute gas can now. Okay, um, you, you mentioned two. You mentioned two names on that list. Okay, for the Nationals, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Harrison and Josh Bell. Who did they play for at one time? Do you know the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Exactly. The Pittsburgh Pirates just traded away their best hitter, who's, I believe, second. Thank you. He's second in the league in hitting. They just traded him to San Diego. 
Yeah, Adam Frazier. Actually, Adam Frazier leads leads the leads all of baseball in hits. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but but, but he, he, here's my thing: is like, all right, you know, you you you're very knowledgeable on the Nationals because that's your team, right? So, mm-hmm. me growing up in Pittsburgh, the Pirates were my team. They have not had a winning season before. What 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 year was that when they played the Cincinnati Reds in the wild card? That was in two thousand. Uh, that was. Uh, was that 13? 15. Okay. Now, before that, they haven't had a winning season since 1992. <laughs> their, their front office has to be the worst in all of sports. Literally all of sports. Well, maybe a close second to the Houston Texans, but... Or the Clippers pre... The Clippers pre Steve Ballmer. <laughs> okay, okay, very well. All right. <laughs> um, I I just it, it boggles my mind how Pittsburgh they it's like they don't even try to rebuild, like they don't even try to compete every year. They just got this new kid that just came up, Cabrian Hayes. He's, He's going to be an all star. He's going to get traded, traded probably years. in the next two years. He'll be an all-star. Boom. He's going to get traded. It, it's just puzzling, you know, and I just don't understand it. Uh, it, it just, it irritates me. It really irritates me. Uh, yeah. I, I saw that in the, in, I saw that in, in the, in the, in the discord. Um, I, man, you know, I don't know. I, if you have a, if you have a major, if you have a, a pro, Sports franchise. The point should be to try to compete and win. And you may not get there every year, but at least try to put the best product on the field, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, right? You know, my argument for the for blowing up the national for, for Rizzo blowing up the Nationals is when the Nationals are old, they need to get young. They need to be building around Trey Turner and and Juan Soto. This is an old team. And, and, and you and, and you saw me make this argument earlier that, earlier today. The only team that's getting it right right now in Washington, it's not the Wizards. They need to they need to detonate that roster. It's not the Capitals. The Capitals are old. They need to detonate that roster. Like I love Ovi. He will forever be a franchise legend. He's thirty six. Uh, Nick Bastrom, he's 35. He's 35. Then you got the Nationals. The Nationals are old as hell. The only team that's getting it right and is the shocked, football team. The Washington football team. Because you know what they did? It, at that disastrous year with, with, with Jay Gruden, what did they decide to do? Blow the fucking team up. Mm-hmm. They they detonated. They detonated that roster. They detonated that roster, and and, and a lot of it came when Alex Smith, um, when Alex Smith had that horrific injury. Because remember, at the time, and guess you know who which team did that to him? The Houston fucking Texans. Look, come here, 
yeah, as far as the baseball trades, the Cubs are going to blow it up. And then I think you'll find there's a lot of names out there that will probably change teams. But I I think the Cubs, you're going to see a lot of their roster probably move. Yeah, yeah, the Cubs are in the, they're going to be in a full scale teardown. All right, so moving right on, uh, the 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 most important piece of news that happened in Major League Baseball last week actually occurred on Friday is the Cleveland Indians at as 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 the end of this season are no longer going to be the Cleveland Indians. They are going to become the Cleveland Guardians. Stupid. First of all, have you seen their logo, the new logo? It looks like yes. it looks like my it looks like my son drew it on on his whiteboard. That's yeah. I, I told everybody it, it looks like a like a single A minor league team's logo. So I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that's not you know that was that's a concept of the logo because that logo sucks. That logo sucks. It was like someone it was like some basic designer did that shit on that shit on um on on Microsoft Paint. Right. Now they explained it the, like the reasoning behind it. Um because mm-hmm. I live like an hour away from Cleveland, okay? And as you come across the bridge, there's right. I guess a, a statue. I've seen it. And remember, it's the, in- the guardian of traffic. Yeah. But really you're gonna name your your baseball team the Guardians? They couldn't find any other name, like any other name, and 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 hired and hired an actual graphic designer to design their logo. Like this is trash, shit, trash. Like, and I've seen, like, like you said, I I do hope it's a concept, but we'll. I just hope it's a concept. I I I really hope it's a concept. Yeah, they got to come up with something better than that. Because yeah, that's like. And you know what? In in about six months, in about six months, Washington football team will unveil their rebrand. I hope Jason Wright is listening <laughs> to the backlash that Cleveland is getting right now, because if we have some shit trash, some shit trash logo, uh, I, I, this, that may be the point where. I resign my fan fandom of Washington football. <laughs> <laughs> that that just might be it. That just might be it. All right. So um, our last couple of stories for the night. Um, it, it became news last uh, last week uh, after the NBA Finals that Maria Taylor is was leaving ESPN um, and. Be- they could not reach a contract agreement. Um, and then also, um, you know, a lot of it boils down to that, to that, to those shitty comments that, um, Rachel Nichols made about Maria Taylor that she just got the NBA, she got the countdown show for the finals because, oh yeah, she just so happens to be black. Um, so thoughts about that. About her leak, actually, like she's gone from ESPN now. I told you. Uh, I, I mean, I, said, <laughs> I you, you ain't telling me. I, I said that she, it, 
by I said that she'll be gone and watch within within the next two weeks she'll be at either Turner or or Fox Sports One. So you didn't tell me. I I, I said well, she I, she signed with NBC. I, so there's that. Oh, so she might be. How in the the fucking Nationals let the Phillies come back? See, blow it up. See, see what I'm saying? See, see Lou? They were leading four nothing, and they lost six to five. It is time to blow <laughs> that team up. And I bet, I bet it was Brad Hand who blew another fucking save. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Any, anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, Breaker, right? She did sign with NBC. Um, and she could actually be heading over to Tokyo to to, to um, do some Olympic coverage. So great for her, great for her, like great for her. Thank she'll you, Bobby. Thank you for saying. I just got. No, I no, have to say I, this. I, 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 all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just gotta make this really brief because I'm I'm done. Um, number one, um, fuck the Olympics because of the the protections that it set in place. Um, I put two of those articles and I said I was going to talk about them. I ain't gonna say too much. Um, the first article says that the Olympics opening ceremony director was sacked for a Holocaust joke. Uh, I'm not going to say the joke because it's, you know, he, he's basically a piece of shit. Um, so there's that. Um, Japan's Olympic chief, Psycho Hashimoto, said the video ridiculed painful acts of history. So he said um, plus size comedian Naomi Wannabe could appear as Olympic um, in February, he was forced to step down as the head of organizing committee after he made remarks about women that were criticized as inappropriate. He was quoted as saying, women talk too much and that meetings with many female board directors would take a lot of time. Um, And then uh, when it came to him turning to his colleague, referring to some paper dolls, saying that they are the ones from that time you said, let's play the Holocaust. Um, So. If you're trying to figure out why I don't watch the Olympics, this is one reason, but there's more. Um, Apparently, the Olympics composer in Tokyo resigned after admitting to bullying disabled classmates to the extent where he would make, well, he threatened to make the kid go and masturbate in front of the class on top of probing him. So there was that. Um, What? Yeah. um, Yeah. You're kidding. he told Quick Japan Magazine in 1995 how he had confined a classmate in a cardboard box and forced a boy with an intellectual disability to eat his home feces and masturbate in front of other children. He made similar comments in another magazine a year earlier. He apologized on Saturday, saying that he was sorry his involvement with the Olympics and the Paralympics had made many people feel very uncomfortable, but did not offer to resign. In my school days, at the time of the magazine's interviews, I was a very immature man who could not imagine how the, victim, how the victimized people felt, he said on the website. Organizers condemned the 52-year-old's actions, and mind you, this happened over 30 years ago, um, and remarks, but initially said that they would continue to work with him just days to go before the opening ceremony. So, TLDR, the fucking Olympics knew that he did this 30 years ago, whenever years ago, the fact that they knew that this happened and they still allowed it. They still allowed him to work. And his apology said he's sorry that he made people feel uncomfortable. That is not the response. (laughs) That is not the fucking response. So if you're trying to figure out if you want to watch the Olympics or not, just know that the people there 
not all, because there's some definitely good people in Tokyo, Japan. It's the people that are running this shit. The ceremony director, the Olympics composer, the way that they are treating the athletes over there, having them sleep on cardboard beds because they don't want them to fuck, um, or condemning Shikari Richardson for marijuana only to allow fucking Megan Rapino to willingly and openly promote her CBD products five days before the Olympics. If you're not That's too familiar a joke. with that. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with that, Megan Rapinoe promotes a cannabis brand at, a, at the Olympics after Shikari Richardson's ban. This is an article from therap.com. So with the Summer Games in full swing, the soccer star CBD training regimen was met with blunt reaction online. If you're wondering what the reaction is, um, just do a quick Google of Shikari Richardson because she was a young lady. She is a young lady. She is a young woman, rather, who was told that she could not participate in the Olympics for indulging in marijuana after finding out that her biological mother had passed away. With this being said, the Olympics knew this, told her that she did not qualify due to this. But they insisted on one of their favorite stars who, you know, no disrespect to the LGBTQ community, but she is a safe for the Olympics. When I say she is a safe, meaning that, you know what, you can't say or do anything to Megan Rapinoe. She is a superstar in every right, and she will certainly be one of the top names that are on the bill for the Olympics. Go ahead. And and her fiance Mm -hmm. is... The greatest woman, woman point guard of all time, Sue Bird. Abs- absolutely. With that being said, uh, a, Forbes, uh, a Forbes article centered on Megan Rapinoe and a new addition to her training regimen, CBD gummies and to- uh, topical sticks began recirculating Friday afternoon within the context of Richard's very public exclusion from the games for a slightly different substance, leading commenters to label the Olympics as a racist and sexist towards black women and fucking gross act ladies and gentlemen if you did not know that the olympics was racist you you're very late to the party but welcome because not only do we all know this i think everybody has kind of alluded or known this since um people are arguing that the differences between the substances are not significant enough to justify the difference in how they're being treated by the olympics and the media at large um without saying that anything about the lgbtq community let's just say this Two white women can promote CBD and are not questioned. However, Shakari Richardson got not. suspended. Mm-hmm. Got suspended. Yeah. There was, you know, we did an article about four weeks ago, roughly, roughly four weeks ago before the Olympics, when I said initially I was not watching the Olympics for the reason of, you know, they, how they treated the transgender community when it came to the Olympics questioning their ability to play in the same sports or, you know, participate in the same sports. And there was, I want to say there was a, a woman that does, I think it's called the disc. I'm not quite sure exactly what that sport's called. Yeah. There's now, yeah, there, there, there are transgender and transgender athletes compete currently competing now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. But here's the thing. It's not the fact that the CBD is being promoted. It's the fact that they are allowing the CBD to be incorporated in their training regimens, something that Shikari Richardson was not even afforded the credit or the luxury or the power to do. With that being said, I've actually said everything I'm going to say on this episode. Um, it is definitely a big fuck you to the Olympics. Never invite me. Don't allow me to be there. Um, will I ever go to Tokyo? Probably not. Um, not because I don't like 
Tokyo, and it's not all you know of Tokyo, Japan. I just feel as though I am pretty much having someone spit at my feet, and I'm not happy about it. Um, so, with that being said, fuck the Olympics again. Um, best of luck to everybody who was over there. Please be safe. Please be mindful of the fact that the Olympics do not care about you as well. If you go and catch COVID, be it Delta or what is it, Lamba, or even just regular fucking COVID, and you bring it to your respective country, guess what? They are not held liable. But good luck going and getting the silver, the gold, and the bronze. And I purposely did that in no particular order because I don't fucking care. It's <laughs> sickening. It, it, it's it's fucking sickening. Like I, I thought I I thought I hated it. It, it really is. Like I really thought I hated Kyrie Irving more than I hated the Olympics. And the more I talk about this, bro, he lit. I'm sorry. I'm just repeat it one more time, just just for emphasis. He had a confined student classmate in a cardboard box, and forced him, even though he knew that he had an intellectual disability, to eat his own shit and masturbated in front of other children. I don't give a fuck. This was in 1995. It is 2021 now. This was over 30 years ago. He's 52. And the fucking Olympics said, well, since it happened so long ago, <laughs> in light of his, <laughs> the exact quote, in light of his sincere apology, we expressed a willingness to allow Mr. Oyamata to continue his work on preparations in the short time remaining before the opening ceremony. Translation, he fucking said he's sorry. Like, what more do you want him to do? Fuck the Olympics. Fuck the Olympics. We got a voicemail. Hold on. We got the voicemail, and then Q, I'm going to let you go forward, because I'm going to go back on mute for the rest of the show. Oh, là, 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 tu as un très, très, très mauvais accent anglais, hein? Nah. No. No. So, so, we had now reached this one, because I was going to... I had UFC on the on the docket. We can talk about it if we want. I mean, it, it was some good fights, but uh, yeah, let's move on. So, can we say for awards? And you see, the title of the show is "Playing Traffic Edition," and I actually created a new award. The new award. The title of this new award is. Oh shit! Where is it? Damn, Greg, did you get rid of it? <laughs> it's the nope. No, hold on. No, oh, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the chat. <laughs> All right. So the name of the show is the. Okay. Oh, okay, I got it. For Bradley Bill's crazy ass comment that he's mad that Sam Purcell didn't get hired as was his head coach. This is the Bradley Bill Go Play in Traffic Award. Mm. But can we give that? Can we get that to the Olympics? Yes. Yes. No. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, one, la- one last time to you. I'm just, I, I'm really Go disappointed. Ahead. That's, that, that's what I, I told you. I, I don't want to talk to him anymore. But that, that shit, it hurt me so much to know. Like, yo, like the Olympics just, all the shit they won't let slide. And they were like, you know what? The most egregious shit, it's okay. Like, Maybe it's just me. I'm just overthinking it. But you put him in a cardboard box and made him eat his own shit? What? No, you, 
yeah, you, you're not overthinking anything. That that's, we're not overthinking anything. I that mean, is sh- that is absolutely that's sh- below sh- pretty much anything that I've ever heard. I no, mean, like, like literally. And then you just no. say, "Oh, I'm sorry." Oh, okay, you're good. No, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Excuse yeah. my language. And, and that's the thing. Like we we sympathize with the Asian community, like and like all the things that are going on in the world. And it's like, yo, we can't even get like that. Like, hey, by the way, and it wasn't even a full apology. It was just like, well, he said he's sorry. And, you know, we don't want to ask too much more of him because the Olympics is just so close. It's like, what? So you're apologizing for him because he did it right before. That's like me going and fucking setting fire to ants and saying, you know what? I apologize for about to killing you. You know, I may, uh, you know, I may kill you. But guess what? Like, you know what? If I apologize before, maybe it's right. It's okay. No. No, like, and I don't want anybody thinking like you know we're we're hating on any type of community or something like that. It was just blatantly fucking disrespectful, and the Olympics has a history of being disrespectful. A lot of sports ain't shit, and a lot of sports do some really crude and unusual shit. But that one set me off because that could have been anybody's kid, bro. That could have been anybody's kid. That could have been. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Like. And the thing is, like, that kid has a intellectual disability. How do you as a parent say, you know what, like, that person, you know, 30 years ago, that's a kid, mind you. We, we all have kids here. Imagine right now our kid is hanging out with that, that bully or that person who's trying to make them eat shit and making them masturbate in class. And then fast forward 30 years, they have a prominent name. They are someone in their respective countries who honestly has power over other people's decisions. And the things that they can do. Mm-hmm. And when they get called out on it, it's like, well, I'm sorry for what I did 30 years ago. I'm a changed person. You can be a changed person, but that don't, like, some shit is just so, like, egregious. You can't, the apology don't fit. There's got to right. be, there has to be a life lesson there. You have to lose your job for shit like that. Because if you do that shit, like what he did, and I know I keep saying the word shit in a, in a story about shit. And I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it. It's just more so, it's like, like. If he did that 30 years ago, he's probably not, he hasn't learned his lesson yet. He's probably even worse now. That's why you have children with like traumas that grow up and be serial killers and going and doing things that they, they shouldn't do mm-hmm. be- because of the traumas that they pre- that they can't prevent because they can't speak. You can't go to your parents and say, you know, with an intellectual disability and tell them that, you know what, like this happened to me in class today. So, like, parents, I need, I implore parents to just be like, yo, like, check on your kids because, you know, the people that they, you know, go to class with, the bullies and stuff like that, these are who these people become. They become people who are running the fucking Olympics and have a voice in that. So, imagine if that kid with the intellectual disability, he goes and he's playing in the Paralympics, but guess who he has to actually interact with? His childhood mm-hmm. fucking bully. He's running the Olympics and the Paralympics. And his apology was, hey, I've grown since then. No, fuck you. You need your job taken. I don't like it, man. But I'm done. I'm going to mute. All right. I mean, that's to to how, you know, the passion. Very, very passionate. And because... It's, it's, well, everything, everything he said, exactly. Everything he said is the absolute truth. Uh, just, it's despicable. It's, it's egregious. Like you said, I mean, you know, and then, uh, yeah, 
Oh, I, I can't. Uh, I don't want to say no more either. <laughs> it's, yeah, I can understand yeah. exactly so, how Greg's feeling right now. It's, 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 so can I. So um, we can. All right. This week. For okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm supposed to be done. I know. I'm supposed to be done. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. And I, I kind of you, like, you good left on like a, a drop a mic drop thing, but I have to say this. Um, we talked about it in the in the group chat, fellas. I will say what everything we talked about with Vince McMahon, it, it's slowly rolling out and it's happening. And I swore I wasn't going to talk about you, um, not UFC, um, WWE. Um, but I have to say this: um, the AEW has done everything to make sure that Vince McMahon will not last for the next five years. They're taking all the talent that Vince didn't appreciate. They're taking all the talent that Vince hasn't appreciated. And they're taking all the talent that honestly Vince can't have because they know now that if everybody there was a disgruntled employee or somebody who honestly knew their worth goes to the AEW and they're succeeding, they don't want to go to the WWE. So, Remember when like WCW got purchased by the WWE and everybody's like, oh, well, I don't want to go to WWE because I don't like Vince. Yo, it's it's holding true now. So I, you know, I know it's not out officially, but I want to congratulate Daniel Bryan and CM Punk for honestly just doing what they want to do for their respective careers. And I hope nothing but the best for AEW. And it is definitely fuck WWE for now in the foreseeable future. All right. All right. Except um, for except for Nia Jax, because she's yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well, on that, that's a perfect way to close out. Uh, perfect way to close out the show this, uh, for this week. So, um, where can the fam find you on social media? You can find me uh, on Twitter at. Little Italy. It's L I T T L I T A L Y. Okay. Um, Y'all can follow me at uh, Al Sharpton on Twitter. You can follow me on YouTube by typing in H E Y G R E G G I E. Um, the Hey Greggy channel. We got a couple videos up there, you know, with tech and news and things of that nature. Um, you can follow the podcast at Young Black Pod on Instagram. You can follow um on twitter at yb bothered on twitter for the podcast as well um we might have some merchandise some sports that's merchandise you know merchandise coming out soon um but i I wanted to actually congratulate you on this endeavor when it comes to discord congratulations to my brother congratulations to lou as well like we've been doing some really big things and i i just i'm so appreciative of what this sports desk has become so shout out to q for doing the things that he's been doing Shout out to Lou for being a part of the show, being a part of the family, and honestly, man, just keeping us consistent. So, um, thank, thank you, Greg. Really appreciate that. Um, so, I thank you also, Greg. I, I, I wanted to thank both of you for allowing me to be part of your, uh, your pod, your podcast, and the, the sports desk. Uh, um, I, I've had nothing but fun. I know I wasn't here last week. I was pretty sick, so. I do apologize for that, but uh, yeah, not, nothing but the best. And you know, again, thank you both very much. Oh, I told no you to problem. Start watching Uncle Drew, man. <laughs> I told you. you just <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so you can find me on 
Twitter at QBZ1906. What the fuck is wrong with this bread? Okay, I'm not making a sandwich now. Um, and fuck Instagram. That shit sucks. And with that, we will see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Peace. Peace out. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.